Morning and welcome to Catholic Education Plus. I'm Father Tom Burke, pastor at St. Benedict de Moore Parish in the Hill District and also the pastor at St. Mary Magdalene Parish, serving the communities of the East End, Homewood, Point Breeze, and Wilkinsburg sections of the city of Pittsburgh. This morning, we have a very informative show on tap and a rare opportunity to speak with a very special guest. We're getting an inside look into education and the social issues in our Catholic schools statewide and how they relate to our Catholic faith. With us in studio this morning is Mr. Sean McAleer. Sean is the Director for Education at the Pennsylvania Catholic Conference. Joining also this morning is Michelle Peduto, Diocese of Pittsburgh Director of Catholic Schools. Sean and Michelle, welcome this morning to Catholic Education Plus. Thank you. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. And Sean, can you explain to our listeners this morning what exactly is the Pennsylvania Catholic Conference and what it does and what you do? Sure, uh, Father. Uh, well, first, good morning and, and uh, uh, to all you and all your listeners. The Pennsylvania Catholic Conference is the public affairs agency for the Catholic Diocese of Pennsylvania. We work directly with the bishops of Pennsylvania, and the PCC is made up of four different working parts, social concerns, hospitals, nursing, homes, and communications uh, and econo- uh, education. I'm the director of education for the Pennsylvania Catholic Conference. So I oversee and monitor education policy for over 300 Catholic schools, pre-K to 12. Schools that enroll over 145,000 students in the Commonwealth. The PCC Education Department, which is our, my department, uh, has two representatives from each of the eight Catholic dioceses that offer pre-K to 12 education. In Pennsylvania, I work directly with eight diocesan superintendents, and we meet three times a year or as needed uh, to discuss policy issues uh, regarding Catholic education. Now, Michelle, uh, you're the director of Catholic schools, basically the superintendent of the diocesan Catholic schools for the Diocese of Pittsburgh. Uh, Can you tell our listeners this morning, how does the Diocese of Pittsburgh with with Sean in his role? Uh, with the Pennsylvania Catholic Conference and how the two of you collaborate. Sure. Well, well, Sean, as he said, brings together all the superintendents for the dioceses across the state. And he's the glue that kind of holds us together. Mm-hmm. And we do meet and we do discuss the issues that are going on in our schools and in our in our government and in, uh, in education policy in the state. Um, so we collaborate in that way. It was particularly important during COVID because as we started, we started meeting right away. Sean pulled together meetings right away for all of us. And we met weekly for, I think, almost two years, right, Sean? It was a, it was a long time. We were really meeting almost every week. And then we went monthly and, you know, as needed, as he said. But that was so important because as, as most folks know, in, in a public school setting, superintendents are very close together. So we have, I don't know, over 30 or 40 in, in Allegheny County that meet on a regular basis and uh, they're close geographically. So that's a little easier for them. This is just such a great, um, such a great opportunity for us through the the Pennsylvania Catholic Conference to meet with our peers and discuss those problems and situations and issues that are important to uh, Catholic education, Catholic schools across the state. Now, for our listeners who are non-Catholic, a diocese is kind of like a region, kind of like a congressional or um, congressional representative region. So each uh, 
diocese has specific counties in the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania, like the Diocese of Pittsburgh is six counties in Western Pennsylvania. So Allegheny, Beaver, Butler, Lawrence, Washington, and Greene County. Then you have the Diocese of Erie, which is like the Northwestern point of the Commonwealth. And we have the Diocese of Greensburg towards our east in Altoona, Johnstown, Harrisburg, uh, Allentown, Scranton, and Philadelphia Archdiocese. So the diocese is like a geographic region. And so all the, the dioceses in the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania have these superintendents uh, that work together and they collaborate with uh, Sean in the Pennsylvania Catholic Conference. So it's good to have everybody kind of uh, each region obviously um, is different, but it's also similar. So it's good to have the superintendents and the directors uh, collaborate and meet together, which I think is fantastic. Now, obviously, the need for advocacy and streamlining information took on a whole new meeting during the COVID pandemic, as Michelle uh, encountered. Um, how did the experience of outlining the safety protocols and online learning uh, be helpful? Sean, you want to add and then Michelle? Sure. Um, well, as you know, when when the closures came it, two years ago with, with COVID, we had no idea, just like anyone else, what was going on. The state was scrambling. The federal government was scrambling. We were scrambling. We didn't know what to do. But one of the things that I, we really shined, Catholic schools, we had a protocol already in place just in case of snow emergency days. So we used that. We had a week of schools, uh, of uh, educational um, programming already put together for all the dioceses. So we used that. And then from there, we just kept on building and building. And it became so important. My role totally changed because um, I dealt with the federal government a lot more than I usual do, usually do. In a given year, I usually deal with government, uh, the federal government a little bit, but not much. But now because of COVID, I was dealing with them on an everyday basis. Um, I was finding out information before our state was finding out information for the COVID. Uh, we were put on, I was put on different committees that were formed for the state. So it was so important. I can't thank all my principals, my superintendents, my teachers, all the school staff. They did a tremendous job and we really shined during COVID. So thanks to all the education folks. Michelle, you want to add anything? I just agree wholeheartedly that we were really on top of things and we kept our schools open. We we worked together. We were talking. About, I mean, you have to understand. I know everyone understands. This was unprecedented times. So we were really relying on each other, thoughts and ideas and ways to make things happen. And Sean was there at the we had legal counsel too, helping us. So it was it was just so critical during COVID. And as it was noted, a lot of the public schools systems and even some other private schools basically did not go in uh, in person as the Catholic schools kids did. And we were really kind of like ahead of the ball game. So kudos to everybody. It was a lot of hard work and our, our teachers were so, so flexible and amazing. And our kids, they wanted to be in school, that in-person classroom, you cannot, it's like apples to oranges. So definitely uh, kudos to everybody. Uh, in those unprecedented times. Now, Sean, the conference meets three times a year, and it has three arms of advocacy, elementary schools, secondary education, and also the social concerns arm. Can you share with our listeners what a typical year of advocacy on a state level looks like, and what are some issues that you're working on this year of 2022-2023? Sure. A typical year for PCC Education Department, we deal with busing, nursing, textbooks, 
federal programs, the PIAA, uh, they're the, 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 the most. We deal with a, a bunch of others, but they're smaller issues. These are the bigger issues that come to the table. And uh, usually the uh, uh, principal at the school level handles, you know, issues. But if they are state issues or federal issues, then they usually turn to the superintendent. And then the superintendent, um, if they have any issues, they usually contact me and I get involved on a statewide level. So we really work well together and we mesh really well. I've uh, been to every corner of this state over the last 15 years. I've been here for 15 years now. And I go to school board meetings. I go anything I can do to help Catholic schools is, is what my role is for. That's fantastic to have a conference like that uh, work together. Now, the Pennsylvania Catholic Conference uh, is is made up, of course, of a board of governors and administrative board. Can you tell our listeners, like, who sits on these boards? Is it mixed of lay people, religious? Uh, can you explain to that? A little bit sure. Uh, well, our governing board is made up of our bishops in Pennsylvania. All the diocese, diocesan bishops are made up of the governing board. And that is just, you know, the bishops. Uh, they have the overall site of the whole PCC. Uh, then we get down to the administrative board. The administrative board is uh, the general vicars, uh, or the vicar generals of, of the diocese, and then also lay people like myself. Uh, I don't sit on the administrative board. I'm, I'm lower. But um, what that is, the, the lay folks are the uh, um, folks that are uh, considered, you know, um, the uh, what's the names in, in their field. They're 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 the. Uh, like the professionals. Yeah, they're professionals and experts in their fields. Mm-hmm. So then they are put on uh, the administrative board, which is sees us on a, like a daily basis, a day-to-day basis. Michelle, you want to add anything uh, this last minute before we take a break? No, just the importance. I mean, I don't know that, that everyone like me realizes how much legislation goes through related to education or is proposed uh, in, the, in the field of education. So one of Sean's really important responsibilities is to keep us posted on how those issues impact our schools. And so we can act and we can rally our parents to act in the best interest of Catholic schools. So very important. Yeah. And because the Commonwealth is such a vast uh, geographic territory, it's nice to bring everybody together. And that way you're all on the same page. Plus uh, you collaborate and uh, get different various inputs, uh, different regions. We have lots more to talk about. We're going to take a break. You're listening to Catholic Education Plus with Father Tom Burke here on KDK Radio. We'll be back in a moment. And welcome back to Catholic Education Plus. I'm Father Tom Burke, pastor at St. Mary Magdalene Parish in the East End, and also the pastor at St. Benedict and Moore Parish in the Hill District. And this morning on our program, we are talking about the Pennsylvania Catholic Conference and how this uh, conference helps uh, collaborate with all the various superintendents in the Catholic school systems across the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. And with me this morning is Michelle Peduto, our director of Catholic schools for the Diocese of Pittsburgh, and Sean McAlare, who is the director of education at the Pennsylvania Catholic Conference. And Sean, we have been discussing issues pertaining to education with uh, and how the PCC, the Pennsylvania Catholic Conference, uh, how it helps with us in all the uh, diocesan directors. Let's now turn our attention on a very, um, very difficult subject to talk to. Obviously, it's the social issues. Experts on Catholic social te- teaching 
uh, come together uh, within the Pennsylvania Catholic Conference to educate and shed light uh, into public debates. Can you give us examples of this, Sean? Sure. Uh, well, uh, for instance, um, in our schools, our, the, the gender identity is, is probably the biggest issue as we speak. Uh, and uh, so we get together and we put together, we follow our teachings and, and we try to put together a policy or recommend policies to the diocese. Now, they, uh, they can pick certain aspects of this and every diocese across um, the uh, United States is doing this same thing. Uh, the federal government is passing laws with discriminations um, that that uh, actually could affect negatively affect our religious teachings. So it, it's it's we walk a, a fine balance, and and it's very difficult um, at this time trying to figure out you know what's the best way. We love everyone and we respect everyone, um, and we have to have that all along with our you know religious teachings. We usually. We're not seeing as many um, uh, exceptions, religious ex- exemptions to the laws that are coming forward now. So we're, we find ourselves uh, on the defense with almost everything. That's our free and reduced lunch programs, other programs that are offered to all students, not just Catholic school students, but all students. And we find ourselves defending those programs so our children can be involved as well. Now, Michelle, what kind of social issues has the Diocese of Pittsburgh um, been experiencing, uh, or are there any major concerns that you're hearing uh, from principals and administrators throughout uh, the Diocese of Pittsburgh? Well, I think the, the, the simple answer to that is what, if we watch the news at night, all of those issues that come up on the news that we see in the general population, in the culture, make their way into our Catholic schools in in one way or another. So racial justice issues, as Sean mentioned, um, the gender gender situation, all of of these things come into the schools. And it is our mission to look at all of those issues through our Catholic lens with compassion and love for all peoples, but never disregarding our Catholic teaching. And what we're called to communicate to our parents and to our students and to our own teachers and to our own administrators, we we must uh, be true to who we are and who we're called to be. So Sean and the folks at PCC, we work together. I mean, that's our group. That's our group to discuss these things and to have, have do these pol- work on policy that we can recommend um, to our bishops and. That's that's the that's the beauty of this uh, this conference. Yes. Yeah, Michelle, you're right. Uh, there is not a day that goes out when you turn on the radio or the TV or pick up the newspaper. There's always you know a headline in the news about racial inequalities or the gender issues, um, the, the the mask issues that we heard about um, the, these last two years with the COVID pandemic, the school boards, you know, with the parents and families, there's so much hot button, hot button issues out there that are really delicate to talk about. But um, and that's good that the PCC can come together and analyze things. And obviously, the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania, as I mentioned earlier, is um, a large territory area, but we're all working together. So it's good that you can bring this group together and talk about it and analyze it and also look at uh, what's the best interest of, of our students, our faculty, and our staff. 
to give them a good quality um, education in a Catholic school system, um, but also, you know, treat others with love and respect and inequality. Um, Sean, would you, was there, is there anything else you can tell our listeners about um, what you'd like to, the Pennsylvania Catholic Conference people to know about? Sure. Advocacy is, is our biggest, one of our biggest issues, because without advocacy, um, we're, we're not successful. There's over 400 um, bills, educate, just education bills that are introduced on a yearly basis. A hundred, over a hundred of those affect Catholic schools. So we really need to do well in our advocacy because legislators, um, they do listen to, to us, to PCC and our superintendents, but they also listen to their constituents which is our parents. And um, so having them uh, energized and, and, and advocate for our issues is extremely helpful. So I can't say enough about advocacy and thanking all the diocese for helping with building PCC's advocacy group to where it is today. Michelle, on a local level, how would uh, parents and families um, become more active or helpful uh, to you or to our principals? Well, parents have probably received emails from me where I put out a message from from the Catholic Conference asking, especially in emergency situations, you know, please contact your representative. Um, let them know how you stand on this. So, so that that is a key piece. Just keeping our parents informed as well, because you know we all get caught up in the day to day, and you can lose sight of what's happening behind the scenes. And so we want to make sure they know what's going on at that legislative level. And we 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 also I think in in bringing the eight dioceses together when we talk about these issues too, we are able to be united and provide clarity. And clarity is so important to our parents to understand exactly what our teachings are, why we have those teachings, where they came from, how they're rooted, always rooted in the love of Jesus Christ. So um, that's where I'll stop because that's, that's a good right. line no, to stop. And, yeah. you know, as a pastor, I'm a pastor of two parishes here in Pittsburgh, uh, four church buildings, three schools. And I can remember during the COVID uh, pandemic, you know, we were leaning on uh, Bishop Zubik and the Diocese of Pittsburgh to, to give clarity to the pastors on how uh, to operate the safe measures of the COVID-19 uh, guidelines, um, you know, with uh, circulation, uh, ventilation systems, um, cleanliness, mask policy. And it was the, 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 the Pennsylvania Conference of Catholic Bishops, they had to come together and so that we were all on the same page as the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania, because it varies, varied from state to state uh, with the um, infection rates. So I can see how as a pastor, um, liturgically, you know, you have to be on the same page, but also in the school system, how the Pennsylvania Catholic Conference can really be helpful with the superintendents across the state. Um, so it does make sense to have, you know, to collaborate and to work and utilize your resources, obviously. Now, obviously, there's a, a website um, for people that they can look at, Sean, um, to learn more about the Pennsylvania Catholic Conference. Yes, Father, and it's the website address is uh, www.pacatholic, well, one word, dot org. Uh, and from there, pacatholic.org. And there they can go on and scroll uh, any kind of our advocacy or education department, social concerns, or uh, communications departments. 
That's great. And this segment's been very, very helpful for me at, um, as a Catholic and as a as a pastor to know that there's really great resources out there uh, for our Catholic school systems. And um, kudos again to Michelle and to the rest of the director of Catholic schools and superintendents across our Commonwealth and Sean for, for really working together. So Mr. Sean McAleer and Michelle Peduto, thank you for being with us this morning. Thank you, Father. We'll be back in a moment. You're listening to Catholic Education Plus with Father Tom Burke here on KDK Radio. This week in our Plus segment, we are featuring the 26th Sunday in Ordinary Time. We are in the last uh, day or week of the month of September. And in the Gospel of St. Luke, we hear as Jesus sets forth his, his teachings about wealth and poverty, he teaches us a parable of the rich man and Lazarus. Wealth can never take the place of God. Only God can save. And in today's parable, Jesus reprimands the Pharisees for ignoring the needs of the poor. And he's trying to teach them uh, to soften their hearts. And God does not expect us uh, to really focus and solve every problem. But God hopes that our hearts will be stirred by the sufferings of our neighbors and to help those uh, in a more just and loving and inclusive world in this this parable of the rich man and Lazarus helps us to open up our eyes and see the need in our midst and to help the the poor, the less fortunate and the lowly. And the rich man and Lazarus, uh, we hear the echoes of the Beatitudes and basic Catholic social teaching. And Jesus is telling us that we must never ignore the suffering and help, but to work uh, to relieve it so that others might leave to healthy lives. So let's reflect on how we can respond to the most vulnerable open up our eyes and see the need that's in our midst. Thank you for listening to Catholic Education Plus. We'll see you in two weeks here on KDK Radio.